War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle Spot number 186. It's December 13th in the year of our Lord 2016. 65 degrees outside. It's 520 and it's raining in Auburn. And they're doing some construction downtown that's really throwing things off. Some stuff on the road. Anyway, uh, this Bloggle Spot is brought to you by Hover Helmets. Uh, go check them out at hoverhelmets.com. It's a great Christmas present. Basically, you've got a little helmet, miniature Auburn helmet, or any team if you happen to be listening. I know a lot of Bammers listen to this. Um, they've got miniature helmet, miniature helmets, and with the work of magic and wizardry and magnets, that thing floats, man, and you can spin it. It'll spin forever. So, uh, not too much football news. Uh, we're kind of in the dead period, and it actually is the dead period. Um, no recruiting can go on right now. Um, Auburn, as I said yesterday, Auburn timed it pretty perfectly uh, with Lowell Narcisse, or however you say it, the guy who was committed to Auburn, quarterback, then committed to LSU like a year ago. Then they met with him last month. And, excuse me. And then met with him the day before the signing period. Dead, excuse me, the day before the dead period. And then the next day he... he decommitted from LSU and then LSU can't talk to him. It's perfect. But that's really about all that's going on. Bowls ga bowl games start Saturday. I think there's five or six. None of them are really that great, but you know, it's something. Uh, we're getting into kind of the swing of basketball. We're getting down close to the SEC turn SEC schedule. Um, so I guess that's all we have to talk about right now, and I really don't want to because Auburn lost to Boston College last night, 71 to 70, on a tip-in with 0.2 seconds left. I mean, not even close to a shot. Literally just big white dude threw his hand up as the ball was kind of going behind his head, and it went in. Now, Auburn played pretty bad. Boston College was RPI 350-something. They had just lost to Hartford. They were 4-5. and five. Hadn't really beaten anybody. Struggled with bad teams. Lost to bad teams. And they were whooping Auburn. It was 12 to 2. Um, without Purifoy, it might have been 20 to nothing. Uh, but for whatever reason, they had, they had this guy with bright, bright, bright red hair, and he could not miss a shot. He looked like he was should have been playing for Duke or something for the first half. I don't know why we weren't defending. I don't know what it was. Maybe it's, I mean, a lot of basketball is luck. I mean, basketball, like most sports, is a lot of practicing, but you're never sure it's gonna go in. So it, a lot of it is a little bit of luck. And, you know, maybe the, the ball, the shots were just falling from the first half. Now, Auburn was down 12 to two. They were down 24 to 14, I think. They were down by 10 to 12 uh, a few times in, in the first half. Um, Mustafa Heron, it was his birthday. He was, he's from Connecticut, so not too far from home. They're all playing in Madison Square Garden. We've got all these 18 and 19 year olds. TJ Dunnins was out because he was sick. So we had almost no leadership on the court. Um, not that they're not leaders, but TJ Dunnins, he was out there making a few threes and stuff. Um, but it seemed to me like the young bucks, especially Mustafa, five star, not saying he's cocky or anything like that but if you're if you're like what is seen as one of the best players that Auburn could potentially ever have especially in recruiting the first real five-star we've ever had I think 
um, and you're, it's your birthday and you're playing in Madison Square Garden you're playing against a team that you should beat, you're probably going to try to ball out and try to take shots you shouldn't and drive the lane and not dish it out when you should and all that stuff. And that's what he did for the first half. He kind of slowed down and started to make some shots in the second half. Um, but, I mean, it was a terrible first half. And that being said, Auburn only trailed by three. Oh, wait, no. In the middle of halftime, they decided a random three-pointer that Heron shot in the first half was only a two. Now, his foot was on the line, but I've never heard of them reviewing not like a shot that wasn't the last shot of the half, especially changing in the middle of halftime. And what does that mean? One point difference. Guess how much Auburn lost by? One point. So Auburn's down by four in the second half. They got off to a terrible start again, uh, just like the first half, uh, and just let Boston College kind of do their thing. Letting a team that just lost to Hartford. I didn't know Hartford was a team. I'm not even sure it's Hartford, Connecticut. I'm assuming it is. Lost to Harvard. Not that Harvard's bad, but, you know, whatever. Just letting them do their thing. Not playing defense. Not getting second chance points. Not getting rebounds. That's a sign of young, a young person's need of humility, if you will. That's a good way to say it. Um, so, but anyway, Purifoy and, and Harper actually finally hit a shot. Um, Bryce Brown hit one and tied it up with like seven minutes to go. Auburn led by four with three minutes to go. Let them come back. There was some, there was one absolutely awful call against, uh, uh what's his name? Horace Spencer and kind of let, gave them two free points. Boston College takes a one-point lead with a few seconds left. Purifoy goes down, gets fouled, makes both free throws, takes a one-point lead with 7.5 left. They go down, drive the lane, miss the shot, and as I said, some big, tall, white guy threw his hand up, and the ball just happened to land. And I mean, not a shot, not a, a putback, not an, even a guided tip. Literally threw his hand up, hoping the ball would go in the air, and it landed in the basket, and Auburn lost I saw someone say, like I said, they were ranked. Now, the RPI right now does not matter. Auburn was 20th in the RPI. I don't think we're the 20th best team, even before last night. We were ahead of Kentucky, so what does that tell you? But in terms of RPI ranking at the time, they obviously wait a little time before they do the RPI because they wanted to get a little normalized. But, I mean, we're up there. six. We were 6-1, and one, had a, a few decent wins over mid-major teams. Um, and, you know, looking decent, looking pretty good. And I've talked about it all yesterday's bloggle spot. If we won last night, even though Boston College wasn't good, we might have been ranked or at least started getting votes. Uh, that's not going to happen now, but what I'm trying to say is we were ranked 20th in the RPI. They were 350th. And I don't know who this guy was, but it was a, it was a, seemed to be a, an informed tweet, and it does, it does seem to make sense that that was one of the biggest, if not the biggest upset in terms of RPI rankings ever. Now, I'm sure they're not as bad as 350. They're not 349 teams in the nation better than them. And I'm sure we weren't as good as 20. But that's still pretty sad. 
But as I tweeted earlier today, when I, I tweeted out that, retweeted that tweet, does that, is that, yes, that's really bad, but isn't it kind of good that that's a problem that Auburn's having right now? I mean, I'm not trying to act like, yippee, we lost, like a lot of people, like a lot of you think I do in football, because I'm never that way. I just like to respond to people who think everything in the world is terrible. But we used to go from being that 350th ranked RPI team to now we're mad that we lost to that team because our RPI was so high. We didn't have TJ Dunnins. That hurt a lot. These young players are obviously very good. They're just not making great decisions with shot selection and things like that, not passing, all that. That's going to come. There will be, they will be humbled, hopefully. Bruce is a player's coach, and he screams a lot. I just wish he'd scream in anger a little more. He screams out things. He's great at recruiting. He's almost Saban-like, if you, if you really want to be real. Um, I'm not saying he doesn't coach or doesn't know basketball, but he may be a better recruiter than he is a coach. I'm not, I don't know a ton about basketball. I hope none of them. Uh, baby Bloggles um, basketball team parents are listening to this. I, I, I know a, how to run a zone and all that kind of stuff. Basketball's not that hard, people. It's it's a lot of just shoot the ball. Hopefully you're good at shooting the ball. Yes, there's plays to get in, get open and run a 2-1-2 two, two and 2-3 two, and all that kind of stuff. It's good when there's When's a good time to switch defenses? All that kind of stuff. But a lot of it a basketball coach really is almost nothing but recruiting. You think John Calipari is a great coach? No. He doesn't turn these freshman terrible players into players. They're already awesome when he gets there. And so Auburn's getting a little bit of that right now. That's why we're better, because he's able to bring in great players. But all that to say, I hope this is these two losses, one – you know, really big loss to a, apparently a, a good team. Purdue beat somebody else the other day by 30-something. They couldn't miss a shot either. Um, and then this loss that, hey, great fun time going to New York. First time ever playing in Madison, Madison Square Garden. Playing a name, a team that everybody knows but should not be good. And you kind of play awful. Still good enough to, to have a lead with seven seconds to go and then lose on a, a stupid tip in. I mean, even if that ball had not gone in, even if it it bounced off the rim and, and Auburn won by one point, that's the thing. All of a sudden, nobody cares how bad you played. But they still didn't play that great. But even, I mean, even then, it was still a one-point game. Um, so, I don't know. I, I don't know if it would hurt their RPI if you won by one point. I don't know if that, if, if that is factored into RPI, it's a very weird, complex calculation, but it doesn't get easier. Now we've got to go, we play Coastal Carolina, who's pretty good, beat us two years ago, almost beat us last year because we let them come back from a 20-point deficit in the second half. Um, and they played Alabama pretty close this year. Who hasn't? I mean, they've got four losses. Um, but we've got Coastal Carolina, then like, Four days before Christmas, we play Oklahoma in Connecticut. I'm not sure how good they are this year. I know they're not as good as they were last year, but they're still good. 
And then two days later, we play UConn in, at UConn, which is still very weird to me that we're playing two games in Connecticut, two days apart, not at the same place, not part of a tournament, and once again, it's Oklahoma, which really makes no sense, and then UConn. If we could go one and one in that, forget Boston College, who cares? And I think Auburn can beat Connecticut. It's just playing in their place. It's two days before Christmas, so the crowd probably won't be crazy. Um, and they're not very good this year. They've lost to teams you've never heard of, but so so did Boston College. Um, but if Auburn can beat Coastal Carolina, go one and one at least against UConn and Oklahoma. That's still a pretty good, pretty good uh, non-conference record there. Um, I think they got one more after that. Who is it? Uh, but then um, Georgia's first SEC game, it starts right before the new year. So we're getting – I mean, if you if Auburn can go whatever and three, what would that make them, like nine and three, eight and three, something like that in the non-conference, that's still pretty good considering they've played on the road, neutral sites, against big-name opponents. Now, you, it doesn't matter if you – play big name opponents you got to beat one or two who cares if you play we could play duke and north carolina every every time but it doesn't matter if you unless you beat them all right i don't think there's anything else to talk about i'm worried there's not gonna be anything to talk about i mean this is deader than summer right now it just feels like nothing's going on it's the dead period i will say there is a uh a five-star wide receiver Tariq black who's in Connecticut. Uh, he did announce that he'll, he did say he will be announcing tomorrow now. Auburn's in his top five. It's Michigan, Auburn, Alabama, Stanford, and somebody else. And I'm pretty sure he's going to Michigan. Uh, but I don't know. It's a five-star wide receiver announcing with our hat on the table. That's tomorrow. So maybe, maybe something good will happen tomorrow. We can talk about that. Other than that, the, um, the bowl pick them. Go to warbloggle.com. W-A-R-B-L-O-G-L-E. Uh, it's one of the top two things on there. Uh, we are giving away a hover helmet for the winner. It's $100 value, people. So go join that. you got to get it done before uh, Saturday morning. So go ahead and, and get on that now. I'll probably do a few prizes, smaller things for second and third place. So uh, it's simple. Pick your team. If you want to order them by confidence, you can. If you're confident you're going to get them all right, just keep them where they are. Loggle spot, 186. Done. War Eagle.